Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 70 of the Well Done Life podcast. Welcome back to episode 70 of the Well Done Life podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Davis. If you're new here, hey, welcome. I'm so happy that you made it. If you've been here before, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know I love you deep, and I really appreciate your support, so welcome back. Um, I'm so glad to be here with you, and I wouldn't have made it to episode 70 without you, so thank you. Before we dive into this week's episode, I'd like to kind of uh, take care of a few housekeeping things. And just for all of my newbies here, I kind of view my beginning as the foundation. We're building a house. And in this house, we are creating a safe space for women to be able to come together, share our stories, and make sure that we are encouraging each other to be able to share and grow. Because I really feel like women learn from each other. So when we create these safe space, This allows us to be able to be vulnerable and to really encourage each other on this thing called life. So I like to make sure that I always start out with clarity because I want to make sure that you know why you're here in the first place. So that way, if you really feel like you need to take a stage left and leave, now's your time. But I really don't want you to. I hope you will stay. Give it a shot. You just might like it. (laughs) Well, I hope you do anyway. Um, Also... Like I said, we're building a house. So that's the beginning of the foundation with clarity. But then when we're building this house, I also like to make sure that I'm peppering in love. I believe that it's really a key part of the foundation that we're trying to create. You can't create safe spaces if you don't feel comforted, if you don't feel loved. So let's create that safe space. Um, I'm going to start it off by making sure that I send each of you prayers of love, prosperity, rest, health, and happiness. There's just so much going on in the world and it's moving and opening back up hot girl summers are in full effect and I guess my real one main wish for you to think about this week and hopefully apply to yourself is that you will make sure that you are taking care of yourselves mentally and physically Um, remember the lessons that we learned when we sat down I keep saying it uh, (laughs) before I mean the panorama really forced us to kind of step back and look at how we navigated through life Don't forget those things because in a a lot of times we all learned that sometimes we need to slow down a little bit. We need to prioritize our health a little bit more physically as well as our mental health. It's important. And so make sure you are continuing to nurture yourself as you aspire to that hot girl summer. And don't fall back, like I said, into old traps. Just make sure you are doing you, boo. And Always remember, happiness is just the minimum. Make sure you're prioritizing moments and people that bring you joy because you deserve it. It's it's all about the joy, y'all. And if you need more kind of inspiration on that, I'm going to post that episode that I uh, did in regards to joy because I think sometimes for ourselves, we need that reminder about possessing the secret of joy and giving ourselves inspiration because you can't speak. If you don't speak into yourself, nobody's going to be able to speak into you. So I hope you all are having a great, I hope you all had a great Father's Day weekend. I hope you're having a great week. Um, My heart was so full um, last weekend from seeing all of the dads get their recognition, especially the black fathers. Um, It just really warmed my heart and made me think of my dad and how much I miss him. 
but I'm really blessed to have countless memories. And I also had an amazing conversation last week with Stephanie Vallone. Uh, Stephanie is another wonderful person trying to find her way in this world while navigating the beast and loss of her father. And in our conversation, we had a lot of similarities. And I'm going to post that episode in the show notes. And I definitely would recommend that you check it out if you're navigating loss and trying to find your happiness just to keep going. Because when you have those losses come up, Um, It's hard. It's crippling and grief is a thief. And definitely, you know, finding inspiration in others and how they're navigating can help motivate you to just keep going, to keep pushing. And even if you haven't navigated loss, I sometimes think we all need motivation to kind of keep going. So I definitely love sharing stories of women who are doing that. I mean, Stephanie is truly betting on herself, y'all. She made a move from Orlando to Miami and lived in a hostel until she was able to, you know, settle into her job and build up herself enough to be able to get an apartment in Miami where she lives now. And she's not looking back. And if that's not betting on yourself, I don't know what is. So I will definitely make sure that I link that episode um, as well. Because I think it's just, again, a great reminder to be able to uh, show that you can do anything if you believe in yourself, even in spite of the losses that you will experience in life. Because adulting is rough, (laughs) y'all. you got to keep going. And I'm really excited about this week's episode. It's funny. I was just about to say adulting is so real. I have adulted so much this week that I just... I'm tired of adulting. (laughs) I really am. I guess it's a little too late for me to give up adulting if I could. And I'm thankful where I am. You know, God love the blessings of being able to be at this point in life. But adulting is not for the weak at heart. And it has been definitely a full week of adulting. Um, But this week, I like I said, I'm really excited about this week's episode. I'm recording. It is Thursday night on, let me look at my calendar, if I can see it, on the 24th, yes, (laughs) at 10.53 p.m. And it's episode 70. I can't believe I made it to 70 podcast. You have no idea um, how much this really just makes me so humbled and so grateful because I had no idea when I first started that I was going to be able to get to this point. <laughs> I, I was just focused on trying to get the first one done because, you know, I just wanted to start. And I felt like if I, st- but I felt like if I started, it would be okay. But the problem is I just always was one of those people that I struggled to start, especially when I had big, big dreams because those big dreams were frightening to me. And so I just kept pushing it off and pushing it off or letting the deterrence of life kind of get in the way. But now it's like I don't want to stop. And it just really set in my spirit about how amazing it is when God will make a way, when God makes a way, excuse me, for your purpose when you surrender to it. And let me repeat that again. It's amazing how God will make a way for your purpose when you surrender to it. And as I said earlier, I wouldn't have made it to this point, you know, without you guys, your support of my podcast through texts, through emails, through likes, through shares, through subscribes and questions, just any interactions that I get just keep me motivated to keep going. Because when I first started, like I said, I was focused on the start on just getting done. But I was also focused on building 
great content and making sure that I'm being as transparent as I possibly can and also giving you information that you can practically apply, hopefully, into your own lives because I wanted to just make sure that I was doing this right because my heart feels that for women and for people in general. I just want to see us all live our best life. And sometimes I felt like we all just get caught up in the cycles of what other people tell us or what we see and consume. And we forget about the magic that is us. And when we learn how to tap into that magic, amazing things happen. So again, like I said, I'm just so honored and so grateful. Um, So for me, like I said, this is really a special time. And I didn't want to miss out on the lesson that I'm supposed to learn in these moments because I always believe that, you know, there are lessons and intentions in everything. So I wanted to make sure that I was really foundational about this time. So that made me look up the number of 70. And if y'all know me by now, you know, but for my newbies, I'm one of those waist bead wearing, sage burning, numerology, spiritual gangster kind of chicks. I really do believe in the power of signs and wonders and numbers. So bear with me, but you'll see my point, I promise. So like I said, I had to get intentional and I had to take a look at what the number 70 really means. And the number 70, first of all, has my favorite number in it. My favorite number is seven. That is the number that I was born under. But uh, the number seven, 70, combines the energy and attributes of the number seven and the number zero. The number seven signifies spiritual development, spiritual awakening, spiritual enlightenment, inner wisdom, intuition, psychic abilities, understanding, wit, thoughtfulness, study, education, endurance, and persistence. Um, The number also signifies good fortune. The number zero symbolizes God and the energies of the universe, the source. The number signifies choices and potential. It indicates developing spirituality and usually symbolizes the beginning of that process. Uh, This number is asking you to listen to your inner being and intuition because it holds the answers to all of the questions that you have. It amplifies the energy and the potential of the number seven because zero tends to magnify the strength of any number it stands beside. The number 70, again, like I said, it signifies that inner wisdom, that intuitiveness, potential, analysis, spirituality, and introspection. And on another side note of it, the number 70 also can signify contemplation and spirituality rest, sensitivity, mysticism, mastery, and sympathy. It is a spiritual number, and it indicates gaining knowledge from personal experience. And people who resonate with the number can be natural healers with psychic tendencies. Now, I don't know about the psychic tendencies. I do have empathic tendencies. But at the same time, as you are listening through that, I hope you caught a lot of how it aligns with the purpose of this podcast. But for me, you know, as I was like contemplating on the number or meditating on it and thinking about how it applies to the season that I'm in, I for me, I was really drawn to listening to the inner being and intuition because it holds the answers to all of the questions you have. That to me is very foundational for the well-done life because I believe that the key in order to you to live your best life is that you have to tap into your inner wisdom, your discernment, and your truth. There are no experts to me that can tell you how to live your best life because you know what? Your life is unique. 
So you have to tap into yourself in order to be able to live your best life. To me, that's where it can get a little tricky, though, because, again, you're you know, you get so inundated with life. Like I just was mentioning adulting, if I could give up adulting, I think at certain points and just pick it back up and put it back down, I would do that because adulting can be very exhausting. But like I said, you get inundated with life and work, etc. And a lot of times, excuse me, those distractions can make you lose the ability to tap into your inner voice. And when I say that is that you're not able to listen as much to your inner voice because you're distracted mentally. And a lot of times, and physically, because when we are worried about different things or focused on different things, it affects our sleep and we're not resting. We're not giving our body time to process. And when you're not resting properly, it is very likely that you are not able to really hear the trueness of yourself because you're just not dialed in, you know? So um, when those things happen, it can just delay your journey because, again, it can force you to try to conform into other people's vision for who you are, a vision of your journey. And instead of being vulnerable and just, you know, tapping into yourself, because when you're tapping into yourself, that is truly a, a very great act of vulnerability Facing your own demons is always going to be the hardest thing that you will ever do, that any of us will do, because it's so easy to justify certain things that we do or don't do. And when you are vulnerable, when you are open and you allow yourself to see yourself for who you truly are and accept and forgive and make changes, that's where the work and your ability to connect to yourself becomes even more important. So like I mentioned, um, it's just very important to make sure that you are creating that atmosphere where you're able to be able to tap into who you are. And when I came, when it was time for me, I think about it in particularly uh, fitting myself into other people's visions. I think about how this podcast started or the journey for me with the Well Done Life and building this. I went through the motions of trying to originally set up the Well Done Life many, many, uh, a few years ago. And I mean, when I'm talking about the, the motions, I'm talking about the money, the time and the energy. I put a lot into it initially. But when I think about it, I wasn't fitting this into my vision. Um, I was fitting it into someone else's vision. And I wasn't fitting it into my vision because of the following reasons. And I, and I, I had to sit and think about specifically where I was at that point and look at how I could have done things differently. And I really was not, um, I came up with these these three reasons. I wasn't emotionally prepared to birth my vision. I was still grieving and reeling from adulting. And that is really just as clearly as I stated. I just wasn't emotionally prepared to birth it, um, to put this thing to paper, because that's one thing that I think you have to get honest about when you are trying to do something different. When you are trying to put forth the vision into the atmosphere, you have to be emotionally prepared to birth it because there's going to be a lot of things that you are going to have to take on in order to put this vision to life, 
to bring life into this vision, excuse me. And you're going to face some challenges from yourself as well as from other people that can test your mindset. And I wasn't emotionally prepared for it when I started back then. And like I said, I was still grieving and reeling from adulting. And everyone knows my story. I started out um, on this journey after the death of my father. And then at that same time, my mother came to live with me and my sister. And it just was like this cycle for many years of us all trying to navigate this new life. And it was hard while at the same time trying to make sure that the bills are paid and everything is going on. It was just, I felt the weight of so much responsibility, the weight of adulting. And it was adulting on a whole new level because now I was responsible, not just for myself or not just for my sister, even though I'm more of a guide for her. I was responsible for my mother's well-being because she could not make it on her own. I literally was like taking in a child, even though she's my mother, and kind of taking over all of her care and maintenance. And it was tough because in the beginning, there were challenges that as an adult child, you were not in a lot of instances prepared for because I don't think we do a great job of preparing um, ourselves. Our children are not prepared for the days when their parents get older and they have to make really difficult decisions. So I, all of those things were weighing into why I was not emotionally prepared to birth my vision. And then number two, I wasn't strong enough to give clear direction and expectations to the team I was working with. And I was letting them create my vision and allowing myself to go along because it was easier. Like I said in number one, I was reeling. I just was not emotionally together. But I was so anxious to get something started that I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and go forth and get started anyway. Even though I wasn't able to really clearly identify how this was going to get done. I was trying to let other people guide my steps. You know, you always have those creative, um, I'm doing air quotes, brainstorming sessions with brand people. And they're like, we're going to get it together. You know, we'll show you how to come up with it. We'll help you fine tune your brand. And I was like, sure. Okay. Because I just wanted to start. I was just so focused on getting there that I was willing to allow them to feed me to get there. And I did. I let them feed me for a while and I was feeding them lots of money behind it. <laughs> I guess, you know, hey, that's at least some reciprocity there. But hindsight being 2020, like I said, I wasn't emotionally invested. I wasn't giving clear direction and expectations of what I wanted. I was setting myself up for failure. <laughs> and then number three, I was more concerned about everyone approving what I was doing versus just being focused on doing it. That kind of all goes hand in hand with allowing someone else to drive your vision because it was easier. But in a sense, it is different because at that point, it was more so about making sure that everyone knew that I was working on something and that everyone knew I needed their input. I was really about trying to be a people pleaser. Like I needed them to accept what I was doing because it made me feel good to go out here and take a chance on myself. 
It really did. And um, some instances it worked well, and in some instances it didn't. Um, I just, and I found myself like clamoring at times, wanting people to appreciate the efforts that I was making at doing something unique and different. And, and I wanted them to support me and encourage me, you know, I wanted them to feed into me, but I don't think they could one, because they didn't understand my vision and I could not articulate it clearly to them. And then two, I learned a lesson that I think many people learn um, through life, that not everyone who is in your life, friends, family, what have you, are going to be able to support your vision. Your vision is going to be too much for some people, and that's okay. And you have to be okay with that. Because if you allow yourself to be just defined by who want who accepts your vision, who understands your vision, who supports your vision, nine times out of ten, it'll be very, very impossible or not. It'll never happen. Excuse me. You will never move forward because there is always going to be someone who is not going to align with what you're doing. So those were my three reasons why I, I just wasn't ready. And looking back at that time, you know, my uncertainty was very expensive, monetarily and emotionally. But I will say one thing. The time that I lost doing not starting was extremely well spent because I needed those years of not producing. I needed those years of doubt. I needed those years of failing to help me get to this point of where I am right now in my purpose. Though those years allowed me to become stronger, allowed me to become much more focused on what I wanted to do and allowed myself to grow and to heal so that I could clearly articulate what I want, when I want it, how I want it, and be more of an active participant in my vision versus just sitting on the sidelines. And in my opinion, I am thriving in my purpose. And I know that that might sound a little haughty to say to some people, you know, I'm still building and growing, but let me tell you, I'm doing the work. And it, it really is that simple. I'm doing the work and there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Let me tell you, real bad girls move in silence and violence, but you can best believe things are getting done. And you see what I mean? I I'm I'm not focused anymore on everybody knowing what I'm doing because I've learned how to tap into myself. And when you learn to tap into yourself, that's where you learn how strong you are. That's where you learn that there is just so much that you're going to be able to accomplish in this journey. And those were valuable things that I learned along the way. And so a few things that I would share with you, because like I said, this this is a foundational time. And I think I'm clearly, as you can see, I, I've, I've, I've done some work <laughs> and I'm still doing work. Let me not act like I have it all together. I don't. Um, but I am building behind the scenes and being more intentional and listening to my inner guide, tapping into my, my, my ancestors and my spiritual side and getting my rest and focus because I know that now is my time. But I want to make sure that you understand that there are things along the way that I want to share with you because I think is your time too. 
(laughs) This number 70 is not just for me. I know that there is somebody right now listening to this who is looking at trying to figure out how to birth their vision. And I also know that there's someone listening to this who has a vision in their mind, but they're just not sure of the timing. And then I also know that there's somebody out here who is going through things emotionally and the stress of adulting and it is distracting you from your vision. I understand that. There's like so many different scenarios, but there are a few key tips that I want to share with you that I think will help you be able to benefit at this time because this this time is not about just me being able to make sure I'm in alignment. I'm grateful. Thank God for the alignment, but I want to make sure you're in alignment. And so let me share a few things with you that I've learned that I hope will help you. Number one, um, intention takes a lot of cultivation. When you are trying to be focused and build your vision, you have to be very intentional. And everybody talks about intention. You know, oh, you have to be very intentional with your thoughts. You have to be very intentional with your actions. You do. But that's only a part of it. You also have to cultivate your content, your circle, and your life to make sure that you are constantly in an environment that feeds into your positive positive and feeds into you positively. And that's not easy. And I, I like to say that because again, I think sometimes when people give advice about being intentional, they make it appear like it's easy. It's not. It's it's not. It's yes, you can think something today, but your thoughts and your moods can change so quickly based upon the environment that you are surrounded by that you have to be prepared to understand that it's not going to be easy. And we all know that um, we all have some work to do to make sure that. We are cultivating things that um, do not benefit us out of our lives because you have to be very cautious about that because certain things will come into your life that are not beneficial to you and they take root in your mind and your spirits. And you ha- and I'm not just talking about that in the spirit in the spiritual sense. You know, even though like we've talked about spirituality is a very big part of the journey. Um, because, you know, as you heard in that analysis about the number 70, God and the universe are around us during this time. And it's very important that we tap into them. And like I said, and I'm, I'm very open about my spirituality. I cannot tell you the countless conversations that I have with God and my ancestors daily to get through and to make sure that I am focused and intentional. Because your spiritual foundation is your strength when you feel like giving up. And it's also your protection and your direction when you need guidance. But you also have to make sure that you cultivate that energy that you're looking to create by the people that you surround yourself with and the things that you consume. And I'm not talking about, you know, cutting out trap music or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about making sure that you create balance in your life. If you want to have balance, you have to create balance. Everything cannot just be mass consumption. It has to be equally aligned. You create the energy and space that you want. And you know the people that you shouldn't be associated with. You know the things that you shouldn't be taking into your spirit. You're a very intelligent person. So you don't really need me to be that specific. But you know what I'm saying. It's There comes a point in time where you can't align with certain people because they just don't fit the vision. 
you can't take in certain information because it just doesn't take the vision. If you want to create a, a life of intention, you have to be very uh, focused on making sure that that cultivation is happening in everything that you do. That means you do need to be listening to motivational um, information along with your normal other reading. It's all about, like I said, trying to strike the balance. It doesn't have to be something that you just switch everything all up overnight, but you do have to take intentional steps to be able to get that and cultivate the life of intention that you want. And that's the number one. Uh, number two, clarity is key. And like I was mentioning to you earlier, being able to identify when you are not emotionally focused is so important. And sometimes it can be a little overwhelming because I don't know, I, depending on my mood, I know I can feel emotionally unbalanced at times quite often. But being honest about that, clear, about that is clarity. And that is going to be key to my success because then I know that there are certain decisions and things that I need, don't need to do while I feel unbalanced. And the same is going to be important for you. You're going to have to get clear to birth your vision. You're going to have to be clear about what you want, about what you are feeling, and what you expect. So make sure that you give your space to do give yourself space to do that. And don't be hard on yourself about being clear. Because clarity is not meant to make people feel good. Clarity is meant to make sure that you are aligned to your purpose and to your goals. So value that and don't be afraid of it because getting clear is going to be freeing. It's just getting clear also means that you have to do a lot of work to get there. But once it's day, once you're there, it's so worth it. Um, number three. Seek out qualified resources and commit to applying them. And when I say that, I mean really align yourself with resources that fit your your lifestyle, but also make sure that they show you a way to achieve the goals that you want to accomplish without it making you feel like you're not a part of the process because you have to make sure that it's something that integrates in your life. I don't know about you, but I have definitely tried uh, different thought coaches, different leaders, and I felt like they were trying to force me to live like them and I couldn't do it. I was like, I have too much things going on. I'm not waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning. That's That doesn't work for me in order to find success. You know, they always say millionaires get up at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, the blah, 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 you know, all that. Please, you have to align yourself um, with what makes sense. If that doesn't make sense for you, then don't do it. Because you're not going to live your best life unless this is something that you can commit to. Because once you find a qualified resource and you commit, you need to at least give yourself 30 days minimum. And really, ideally, 90 days. Because <laughs> remember, it just takes 30 days to form at least a habit. So you can at least glean something from it. But a 30 to 90 day window of true commitment time before you give up. Because it's easy to give up after the first week or two. But if you're three to four weeks in and you at least glean one thing that has created change in a positive way in your life, wouldn't that be worth the investment? 
wouldn't that be worth the time? But again, you just can't jump on everybody's wagon. You have to jump on the wagon that makes sense, best aligns with yourself and your goals. Um, so just that's number three. Number four, don't let the acceptance of others define the direction of your dreams and of your life. Let me tell you, there are, like I mentioned earlier, there are going to be people who do not understand the vision that you have. And that's okay. They don't understand the vision you have. They don't understand the changes that you are making in your life. And that's okay. It does not matter. You have to understand that this is about you. The dream that you are trying to build, the goal that you are trying to achieve, that's for you. The intentions that you want to set into your life at this particular point, that is for you. You have to prioritize you over the acceptance of other people. Because once you allow yourself to be the priority, there is nothing that can stop you from that. And that doesn't mean that you don't care about what other people think. It just means that you have come to a point in your life where you are so confident in the life that you are trying to create. You are so confident in the intentions that you want to set. You are so confident in the vision that you are trying to birth that you understand that people may have feedback that disagrees with those visions, intentions, and alignment, but you are able to receive that feedback, process it, and keep it pushing. Because you know your goal, your vision is ordained for you and you are ready to move forward into the life that you want to create. And sometimes you just have to let people see the outcome, but they can't be a part of the journey. And you have to be all right with that. It really is important. I've been there before. I have really had those struggles where, like I mentioned earlier, I was really trying to make sure... Everybody felt included. I was talking to people all the time about my vision and making sure that they understood and trying to get feedback on what they thought I should do. And sometimes the feedback that I got didn't really align with my goals because one, I wasn't clear about my goals. And then two, they had their own personal thoughts that they were taking into it. And that's fine, but that's not what I was looking for at that particular point in time. So I had to understand and accept that feedback and move on from it. And but like I said, at that particular point, I wasn't ready for that. And again, it just creates a cycle of doubt, a cycle of change, a cycle of inaction when I just wasn't confident enough to know that it's okay if everybody doesn't like it. Because I once had a friend tell me that. It is okay if everybody doesn't like you. And I feel like even now at this age, we have to constantly remind ourselves of that so that we can understand that making certain decisions that we are making in our lives is okay because we're doing it for the better of our future, not so that somebody can like you in the short term. So make sure that you do not let the acceptance of others define the direction of your life and your dreams. And then number five, invest in yourself. I've said it before. Yes, I spend money. I have spent time and energy investing in my purpose. And I didn't win when I first did it. I lost some money. I lost some good money. But it wasn't really a loss. It was definitely a dream delayed. And it just wasn't the proper timing. And I'm not going out there and saying, okay, just, you know, align yourself with some people and lose some money. But I am saying 
if your dream in vision, your dream or vision should be worth you making an investment in it. I've seen people start businesses with $200, $50, $100, $500 and go on and be millionaires. If you can't invest that kind of money in yourself, but you can go out and buy shoes and vacations and cars and all other kinds of stuff, are your goals really in alignment the way that you think you are? And why don't you believe in yourself more than you believe in that shoes, them pocketbooks and those vacations? I mean, real talk, like that's let's just keep it honest here. And that's where I always have to ask even myself sometimes in the past, like if I can travel the world, but I can't spend money to put my vision into the world and make money and help people. Why am I doing this? I, ha- I got to believe in myself more than I believe in this plane ticket. And so you have to make sure that you are willing to ask yourself those questions. Make sure you believe in it. Make sure you're willing to invest in it. And the dollar limits of what it looks like, that's totally independent. Because it's really not about that. It's just at least knowing that you are worth the investment. That you are worth the effort, the time, and the money, and the resources because you are priceless. And what this will pay back to you is limitless as opposed to the investment. You know, you are worth it. So make sure you are willing to invest in yourself. And then number six, celebrate every win and acknowledge and learn from every failure. Like I said, I failed for many years. And I'm okay with that. I forgave myself for that time when I was struggling. I learned from that struggle. And now I'm here. And I'm with you. And I am 70 episodes in. And I feel so blessed. Because it was worth it. I the six, It really was. And those, those things that I made, those mistakes, they really helped me get here. So make sure you celebrate everyone and acknowledge and learn from your mistakes that's okay that's life if you're not failing you're not really trying so try and if you fail fail quickly and learn from it but keep going because as long as you're alive there's always something that you can achieve there's always something that you have to win you there's still opportunity which leads me into the final one number seven just start. That's how I got started. I just started. And I haven't looked back ever since. And like I said, I'm 70 episodes in and I feel great. I feel like this journey is now is on the right road because I'm doing it with myself fully evolved and aware that this is my time. And I still sometimes stumble on my vision. I'm a lot clearer about it right now. I would think that my brand uh, partner would say that, that I am a lot more, I'm very intentional about what I want. She guides me and helps me find clarity. But I feel so blessed to know that I'm in alignment with my goals. I'm in alignment with the universe. And that when I wanted my purpose and I asked God and the ancestors for it, they served it to me and I'm doing the work and we're winning together. That's what you have to understand. You have to understand that if you just start, 
it will all come together. This is your time. As we've seen in that number 70, this is an intentional moment. Don't lose sight of this. Take a chance on yourself. Start small, but just start. Always just start. Because when you start and put that intention into the atmosphere, the universe will rise right up and give you what you need. Believe me. Claim it. Go out there and do it. Because the time is now. And you have so much more that you can accomplish. Those naggings at in your inside of you, that is you. Go out there and do you, boo. <laughs> so, I like I said, I am so honored to be here at episode 70. And there is just so much more to come. I have no intention of stopping and... Because there's lots of lessons to go and learn. And I hope that today, by sharing a lot of (laughs) uh, some of, or not as much, uh, sharing some of my failures and sharing some of the struggles that I have, has inspired you to just start. Because that's what I want for you today. I really do. I want you to start. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to take stock and get clear and be intentional because this is your time. And I know that great things are coming. So please, 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 please do something different because you deserve it. Whatever is pulling for you inside of you, bring it to life. The world needs you. So that kind of lumps in what I wanted to talk about in episode 70. You know, I never would have made it without you guys. And I am just so, again, grateful to be at this point at such an intentional time. I just know that there's more great things to come. So thank you for listening this week. I am wishing you all a wonderful rest of the weekend. I'm going to make sure that I have all of my contact information in the show notes, but please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at the Well Done Life Podcast, or you can connect with me personally at Pamela L. Davis, as well as I am also available by email at life at gmail.com. Do not hesitate to reach out. I love all the content, all the uh, comments and support that I get. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the week. I'll be back next week. I'll make sure I link everything in the show notes. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.